one, and we're live on everything because that's what we do. We go live on all platforms to share the truth and nothing but the truth. So first of all, I'm going to say one thing in January, not in January, on the first, this is kind of a, this isn't going to work out so well, but on the first business day of every month, I'm going to ask for your support patreon.com forward slash ownership economy or Twitter at KOGZ. Hit that money sign and donate. First business day of the month, even though today's technically not a business day, but it is the first weekday of the month. So yeah, I'm going to ask you if you appreciate the work, please support. If you hate the work, don't follow the work. It's a freedom of whatever you want to do kind of world. So I guess when the issue, so we're jumping right into it. Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan show. So I'm going to share a clip from George Gammon. George Gammon is another truth teller. He specializes in finance, okay, and like whiteboarding so you can understand the economy, okay? Just like myself, we're apolitical. We we do not believe in politics. We don't associate ourselves. And we um, simply just care about the truth. And I don't know what it is about this topic that makes people avoid it or go, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. But like the fact that elites have been obsessed with eugenics for many, many centuries and that, I mean, in World War II with the Nazis, Bill Gates, his dad was a part of Planned Parenthood and forming all that. And Bill Gates himself is just obsessed with gene mutations and whatnot. You know, God bless him. I guess you, when you have that much money, you have to, the only hobby you can have is changing other human beings. So God bless. Uh, so here's a video he made today and it's a throwback to an older article, but it's just the point that this podcast isn't conspiratorial. It's not conspiracies. It's to give you the hard hitting truth, the hard hitting facts that people either avoid because they don't have the cojones to talk about it or are scared what other people talk about it. on this podcast. We don't care what other people think because we just care about reporting the truth. We have one objective of this podcast is to tell you the truth and then leave it to you to use your critical thinking and analytical skills to come to your own conclusions. We don't come to conclusions on this podcast. Okay. So we don't do that. All right. So here we go. Let's get right into it. And this topic is the depopulation. So there were, and, and by the way, Elon Musk, uh, is kind of, uh, been funny. I guess I was going to say on fire, but it's been pretty funny on Twitter, but he posted yesterday something very interesting and it plays right into this topic. I want to read the tweet. Exactly. I probably should have had it up, but he was replying to someone else's tweet and he wrote, and I quote, let's see here. Uh, he goes, so uh, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson posted, Paul Ehrlich has been famously wrong about everything he has predicted for six decades, and he links to CBS News, scientists say planet in the midst of six mass extinction event. Elon replied, his, quote, population bomb book, that's a book, the book title is Population Bomb, might be the most, his population bomb book might, oh, he forgot the word B, the most damaging anti-human thing ever written. And the reason why I'm covering this is because, as you know, and I know many listeners do know, this is a pro-human podcast. We love all humans, regardless of political affiliation, regardless of skin color, regardless of religion, regardless of how dumb you are, how smart you are. We are a pro-human podcast from beginning to middle to end, back to the middle, and back to the beginning. You understand what I'm saying? Cover to cover, as they say in ancient Rome. I made that up. It's not really ancient Rome. I'm not really sure what it is, but you know what I mean? Cover to cover, which by the way, I always thought was a really dumb phrase, like cover to cover. That's so stupid, but you know what I'm saying? You got the point. So instead of me covering 
the depopulation agenda with the eugenesis and Bill Gates, all that stuff. I'm going to cover it with George today. Okay. And I'm gonna let him take it. Cause I, I want to play reputable, reputable people talking about similar stuff. So you don't just hear me talking about it. So you know that there's other normal people in this world that see what's going on and that I'm not psychotic. And it's very, very normal. And it's very obvious if you do your own research and he explains it very well. Quote of the, um, his, his channel is called rebel Cap rebel capitalists. And the title of this video is shocking proof depopulation agenda is a conspiracy fact and i'm gonna play it and we'll you know i'll chime in here and there because that's what you come to this podcast for but just listen to the man just listen here we go there's little to debate here i know your friend and family member freds they always like to say oh what are you talking about the global elite want to push a depopulation agenda there's nothing to that i've been watching alex jones too long alex Klaus Schwab doesn't want anything like that. Uh, you don't know what you're talking about. Bill Gates would never want to decrease the population of the planet. Fact and, check. Bill Gates loves you. He also funds PolitiFact. And go over there with your tinfoil hat and just stand in the corner. I'm sure you get that all the time. And it can be rather frustrating. But uh, like I said, I don't think this is really debatable because now, especially, the global elite just come right out and explicitly say that this is their objective we don't hide it anymore. and uh like i was saying earlier i think klaus schwab did us all a favor by this great reset agenda and putting it out there in the public and trying to promote it to the degree to which he did because it really opened up people's eyes and it made so many more people aware of what's kind of going on behind the scenes and this is why i always say they're a malthusian cult and if you guys Go back to Thomas Malthus. Um, you see that his big concern was that there was an increasing population and you had a planet with fixed resources so that you needed to take, you know, proactive or indirect measures sometime, uh, maybe a combination of both. There were ways that you could curb the population. And he talked about you could do this through war, through famine, through disease, and then you could also do it in um, maybe proactive ways by, that would probably be more positive, by uh, trying to convince people they should have fewer kids, birth control, and is their moral obligation to have fewer people on the planet. And uh, then we go fast forward to 1968 with the Club of Rome and then 1971 when Klaus uh, set up the World Economic Forum. And you see this theme just consistently. Then the limits to growth, that paper by the Club of Rome that became very famous, that came out in 1972. And this has just been a theme with the global elite since then. And again, it, it's really front and center. So for anyone to say that this is a conspiracy theory, I just don't think they've done the research. They haven't done their That's homework. That's usually the case. So let's get into this article that Josh emailed. To Take me. it away, George. I think you'll find it fascinating, if not disturbing. The title, Billionaire Club in Bid to Curb Overpopulation. So this is from the Times, the Sunday Times in the UK. And it's all the way back to 2009. So again, this, uh, although it may be on more people's radar today, this is something they've been talking about going all the way back to 1968 and even before then. I mean, this you could trace it back to 
Malthus, but then you could also look at the movement for eugenics and connect a lot of dots there as well. America's richest people meet to discuss ways of tackling a quote-unquote disastrous environmental, social, and industrial threat. Some of America's leading billionaires have met secretly to discuss or to consider how their wealth could be used to slow the growth of the world's population and speed up improvements in health and education. And they always throw... I'm just going to make this real simple. They want you dead. They don't want you to reproduce. You're a useless eater. The actual word that they use to describe you and your loved ones is, quote, useless eaters. Just look up Yuval Noah Harari, useless eater. You can look up the speeches on YouTube. That is what you are. If you didn't know that's what you are, now you know what you are. When something positive, oh, well, we also want to talk about increasing health. And they say that if you increase health, then that will decrease population. And this is, uh, you you kind of get a double whammy. There's two things that are, are, are beneficial. And, but what you find when you actually do the research is it isn't necessarily health. It is an increase in wealth, wealth with a W. And that goes back to, okay, well, how are we going to increase wealth if we don't increase energy? You really can't. How do you increase energy without, or energy, access to energy without increasing fossil fuels? Kill all the listeners to the Jonathan Cogan show would be a start. No, I'm just kidding. That's a terrible idea, but they hate you and I love you. That's the difference. Right now you can't. So if you kind of dig beneath the surface here, you start to see how this really isn't about health. It's really not too much about education. It's more, and it's really not even about climate change for that matter. It's really about decreasing the population of the earth. And so the philanthropists, using that term loosely, (laughs) who attend a summit uh, convened on the initiative of Bill Gates, the Microsoft co-founder, and again, guys, this is 2009 here. This is a reminder. Discussed joining forces to overcome political and religious obstacles to change. Now the article is starting to become a little more forthright. You'll see what I'm talking about in just a moment. Described as the good club by one insider, it included David Rockefeller oh. Jr., the patriarch of America's wealthiest dynasty, Warren Buffett, George Soros, Nazi, Bloomberg, eugenesis program. media moguls, Ted Turner, and Oprah Winfrey. Oh. These members, along with Gates, have given away $45 billion since 1996. Because they love you. They gathered at the home of Sir Paul Nurse, a British Nobel Prize biochemist and president of the private Rockefeller University in Manhattan on May 5th. The informal afternoon session was so discreet that some of the billionaires' aides were told they were at security briefings. (laughs) I guess they say that, that, that the media didn't find out about this until after the fact. Why? What's wrong? They just want to depot. Some of the details emerging from the weekend, however, the billionaires were each given 15 minutes to present their favorite cause. Over dinner, they discussed how they might settle on an umbrella. Let me put up my PowerPoint. You see, these are the peasants, and we are the elites. That's our next slide, slide two. Number one is look at all these peasants. There's too many of them. 
it is what we call a population bomb. So let's help set it off and then depopulate the world. Thank you very much. A cause that could harness their interests. What interests might those be? The issues debated included reforming the supervision of overseas aid, spending uh, to set up rural schools, water systems, developing countries, taking their cue from Bill Gates, agreed that overpopulation was a priority. <laughs> well, yeah. So out of all, all the things that they could focus their extensive resources towards, Bill Gates pushing for overpopulation being priority number one. <clears throat> and then they go on, uh, and this really is where you start connecting some dots. This could result in a challenge to some third world politicians who believe contraception and female education weaken traditional values. You say, oh, well, the George is female education. And that doesn't sound too bad. No, this isn't what they're talking about. When you read between the lines, you see that female education is code for just mass abortion. And so that this is what they're trying to push. And that traditional values that you might not want to kill babies, we need to overcome those quote-unquote traditional values. This is what they're talking about. I mean, I've, I've done stories on Melinda Gates just coming right out and, and saying this explicitly. So it's not something that I'm just, that this is my opinion. Gates was 53 at the time, uh, was giving away most of his fortune, argued that healthier families freed from malaria, extreme poverty would change their habits and have fewer children. Again, wrong. That's just, that's a Trojan horse. That's just the way they like to spin this. I mean, because think about it. They can't just come out and say, oh, we want fewer people. Why not? Earth. That's great. You know, we say, oh, no, what we want to do is, yeah, that's a problem. We want to make people healthier. Nah. And that's our goal. There's no money in and that. Who doesn't want that? There's no money in that. And then if an innocent byproduct of making people healthier, just the fact that they have fewer kids, well, then we just kill two birds with one nah, stone. Just kill them. This is this is nonsense. This is nonsense. Show me the chart of of people becoming healthier and having fewer kids. No, 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 no. The, the data is very clear. It's people getting wealthier. Wealthier. This is what causes them to have fewer children. But see, they can't say that because then they know that if they tell the truth, then that will back them into a corner to where their climate change objectives, which in my opinion are really about decreasing population, would um, become a contradiction. So that's a really interesting point. We're living in this bizarre world at this moment where the divide between reality and this alternate reality of like everything's the opposite is so extreme. And I still know people that are living in this bizarre world where everything's literally opposite of the truth. And like you have people that are living in what is of the truth because they they aren't obsessed with Donald Trump. They aren't obsessed with politics. They aren't obsessed with Joe Biden. In fact, I got a little trivia question for you. What is Donald Trump? Joe Biden, Xi Jinping, uh, Michael Jordan, Barbara Streisand, um, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, and Jonathan Cogan all have in common. I'll give you a second. We're all human, okay? And so we're all the same. 
That's it. Done. I tricked you. You, th- you were like, oh, what's different? Oh, my God. They're so bad. Something's so bad. One of them is bad. Five of them are bad. No, we're all human. And this is a pro-human podcast. People, to push the truth away for this podcast, to dismiss it, they have to associate me with some political party. Otherwise, there's no, they can't say anything because if you do your own research, everything I say is truthful. Right. Except whatever I say is my opinion. That's my opinion. But when I report on something, it's all truthful and people, they want to dismiss it because it's really hard to believe that there's people out there that want to depopulate the planet and you're part of the planet. So therefore you're going to be depopulated. It's very tough to, to, to grasp. Trust me. I'm very aware of that. But once you come to terms with reality, it's great. You can move on and realize, wow, this is fantastic. I can live a life. You know, I understand there's people out there, Bill Gates, who hate me. And that's fantastic. But you know what? I'm going to live my life and I'm going to live my life fantastically. And that's it. But I have friends that want to dismiss me so bad. Like, in fact, I, I was just told um, something like, I know he it was, it was talking towards me, but I know someone, he said, quote, I know someone who has a boner for the Fauci files. And first of all, why would I have an erected penis for filing papers, whether they are digital or physical pieces of paper? I, that's not what gets, I, I, I'm not into files, okay? They could be called the Jonathan Kogan files, and I would be not interested. They could be sexy woman files. It doesn't matter, okay? I'm not into files. So first of all, it's a crazy statement. It's just, that's how far people go to dismiss reality, to say that you get a hard-on, a physical hard-on for files, and let alone Fauci. And let me tell you what I think about Fauci. He's a human. He's a human. That's it. That's what I think about him. What do you think? I was going to say something else. Well, that's because you're brainwashed to think that I'm going to say something else, but I don't care about the guy. He's a human. Just like, I don't care about Ronald McDonald, who maybe isn't a total human, but whoever plays Ronald, you know what I mean? Okay. You get what I mean? Okay. That was a bad example, but you understand what I mean. Okay. Which by the way, McDonald's did come out with their first fully automated McDonald's in Texas. You should look that up sometime fully automated. So we're getting very close to getting rid of the peasants completely. Fully automated McDonald's is live in, in Texas. So we're moving real fast, by the way, with AI, but not to get off track. So people want to dismiss it. So here's what I think about the Fauci files. I don't care. I just want to see the truth, whether that comes out in something called Fauci files, whether that comes out from Joe Biden's mouth, whether it comes out on Twitter, whether it comes out of my ass. I don't know. Okay. I don't care. It does not matter. I don't know why I have to articulate this on so many episodes. It does not matter. Okay. I do not care. It, I, all I care about is objective truth. It can come out of my left toe. And if it's truthful, I'll yell it to the world. Okay. It can come out of your aunt's husband's daughter's child's ass. And I would, and if it's the truth, that's fantastic. Okay. It's just about truth. It's not about political affiliation. And, and what's really set people off this, this Trump derangement, this obsession with this Donald Trump guy, it makes people go bonkers. That's a big reason. I think that's associated with the guy who said this. I think he has that derangement syndrome, which is very sad, very sad because when that Donald Trump, he's old, he's a very old man. So I imagine he's going to die in the next decade. Right. It's not a threat. I'm just saying he's around that age, probably. What are people going to do? People are going to lose careers when that guy dies. Like, literally, people are going to lose their livelihoods. There's going to be no income because there's no stories. People have built literally incomes, like literally thousands of people, probably, definitely hundreds, have built incomes, their livelihood, the way they support their families around one human being. That is the most flawed, dumb business model in the entire world because if you do what the john of the kogan show does and use report on the truth and nothing but the truth will help you god you can go forever and so i just want to make that point that this is a pro-human apolitical podcast through and through that's it and this is the depolished agenda is real i'm sorry i'm the one breaking it to you if i'm the one breaking it to you sorry 
but do you think you want to know if there was someone outside your house trying to put poison in your coffee? Would you want me to tell you or not tell you? If you don't want me to tell you, you don't listen to this podcast. If you do want me to tell you, listen to the John the Cogan show, show some support at the beginning of every month. That's all. All right. I got off track. Let's finish this up. So then they talk about the, the number. Oh, here we go. At a conference in Long Beach, California last April, he made similar points. Official projections say world population to peak at 9.3, but with charitable charitable innovations, <laughs> such as reproductive health care, i.e. abortions, uh, we think we can cap that at 8.3. Patricia Stonesiffer, former chief executive Bill McGates, Bill Melinda Gates Foundation, which receives, which gives more than $2 billion a year, attended the Rockefeller huh. Summit. She said the billionaires met to discuss how to increase giving. And they intended By the way, to- someone, I'm going to do this myself, but I'm telling you, I listened to Titan, which is the rock, I'm not almost done with the Rockefeller biography. And his philanthropist mentor who set up, who got really into changing medical schools, putting like, like uh, petroleum into medicine and taking over the bio pharmaceutical industrial complex, Rockefeller, that's what he wanted to do after he captured oil and made a monopoly. He wanted a monopoly over medicine, like Bill Gates is doing. And his philanthropist like advisor who was ahead of that, because Rockefeller was focused on his oil, but later in life, he went full-time on that. His la- his, it was an attorney, and his name, last name was Gates. I need to know if that's in the Bill Gates bloodline. It has to be, because they are in, they're both monopolists. They're in the same bloodline. It's probably Bill Gates' grandfather is my guess. I'm going to look into it. If you get a chance, look into it. The philanthropist, the top guy who did all the stuff with Rockefeller's money, who worked with Rockefeller, his last name was Gates, and he was a lawyer. I got to know if that's in the bloodline. It probably is. So this is what they do. This is what the elite do. I'll play a little bit more of this, and then and then we'll wrap it up. To continue dialogue. <laughs> Another guest said there was nothing as crude as a vote, but a consensus emerged that they would back a strategy in which population growth would be tackled as a potential disastrous environmental, social, and industrial. Okay, well, they can go tackle Mike Allstott, okay? I don't care anymore. This is just the stuff you need to know, and we want to start 2023 on a pivotal moment, okay? Which is to know that we are under threat. We will survive. We need to build communities. Perhaps we start them online, create network states, like Bology says. Very smart idea. And we just need to be in this together. And we will come by. We have to create parallel economies, parallel structures, parallel industries, okay? Because the mainline, mainstream institutions have been captured. They are against us. And that is what it is. It's no big deal. It's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal. I promise. Okay? So 2023, great year. Economy, not doing so hot. Actually, seems like everything's not really doing so hot. But it's going to be a fantastic year. Not for all, but it's going to be it's going to be a rough year. It's going to be a rough year. Food shortages start at the end of the year, and then they're really going to hit next year. Uh, Peter Zion, for all his faults, is pretty accurate with the geopolitical stuff. He says we'll lose a billion people from famine in the next ten years, so a hundred million a year, um, which starts later at the end of this year, but really hits in twenty twenty four. Again, I've had a famine uh, clip from I predicted that I don't know back in June on my podcast, and you can go listen to that. It's a very good episode. And uh, I played a clip on it on TikTok, and boom, months later, they banned it all of a sudden, just out of nowhere. So maybe the CCP knows it's coming, and they're trying to ban it, get ahead of it, not let people prepare. That just is what it is. It'll probably hit Africa first, but it's definitely going to hit Europe, the, the manufactured energy shortages. 
control people's food, energy, and control the money. That is the goal. Henry Kissinger's quote, he's part of the, the group here. This is no secret. It's just out in the open now. And someone who wants to deny this podcast is denying truth because it's a very hard, it's a very hard thing to grasp. This, this, this game is so big. <laughs> We're just pawns. It's very hard to wrap your head around. I'm very aware. I still think I'm crazy. Like when I talk about this, trust me, I feel nuts, but it's all true. Just do your own research. It's all true. And once you realize it, the sky's the limit, then you can do whatever you want. It's fantastic. It's like a relief. So if you know anyone here, I said, I'm going to request something the first business day of every month, even though technically today's not a business day, share this with one person. Let's try to double the audience at the end of the month. Share this, share the rumble, share the YouTube, share the podcast link from jsk.transistor.fm. Share with someone who's living in that alternate reality of literally everything is opposite from true, which is the most bizarre thing. And let's see if we can have them join the community and be, we'll be open to truth again. That's all. We're very welcoming over here. They can let their politics go and they can be free. Finally, they can be free. Trust me, they'll love it. Share it with one person. And if you're fantastic, share it with two. And if you're phenomenal, share it with three. If you're a superstar, share it with like 5,000. Okay? That's all I got for you today. Thank you for supporting the Jonathan Kogan Show. Thank you for listening. Again, you can set, you can donate and support the podcast at KOGZ on Twitter. Thank you, George Gammon, for sharing that clip. And um, I'll see you guys on the next one. Adios. Bye. Love you. World peace.